0: This episode is brought to you by the Campaign for Black Male Achievement. Uh, CBMA is celebrating their 10th year anniversary. And to commemorate this decade, they're hosting a gala on Thursday, October 18th in New York City. Funds raised from the gala will be used to further expand upon CBMA's mission to build beloved communities for black men and boys by investing in leaders and organizations that are improving life outcomes For black males across the nation to purchase tickets or to sponsor the event hop on over right now to tbpod.com slash black male achievement you're listening to the trailblazers podcast where we will explore the stories of successful black professionals Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. Hey, Blazer Nation. Today's episode is for my dads, my fathers, grandfathers, uncle, godfathers, father figures, and the men who truly stand in to help raise our children as best they can. Today is Father's Day, and I want to wish my dad and all dads a happy Father's Day. I thought I'd take some time to share a few tips, if you will, uh, for being a great father. Lessons I've learned from experience and also from those around me who have done a great job at being amazing dads and fathers. Of course, in 2018, we've got a lot of men right now who are becoming fathers, but Unfortunately, it pains me to say that many are leaving the women who they got pregnant and are not and have not done the responsible thing in raising their kids and being present for their children. But thank God that is not the narrative for all fathers, especially our black dads, right? I've been blessed to meet so many amazing men who are truly doing a fantastic job with uh, raising their children uh, the way that they should. And um, and being present. So I'll share a few tips, uh, being a, a about being a dedicated husband and uh, a father to two, and and share my own story. And and sort of, I, I wanted to get started off by just sharing for our new dads, especially that first year challenges are real. Uh, the feeling of becoming a father for the first time is indescribable. It's often the proudest moment when you first see this living, breathing being that you helped to create. And no one can explain the range of emotions that you go through and truly the life changing mindset that most of us experience. I became a father for the first time back in June of 2010. So I've been a dad now for eight years. Uh, When Layla came, so much changed after that. I found that Uh, Shortly after, within a year or two, I sold my business, uh, bought a home. And for many of us as dads, right, life gets really real, right? And we all feel an obligation to our families like never before. We want to become the provider when our partner gives birth to our children, right? We are the rock. Uh, And I remember having off, what was it, maybe just a week or I don't even think it was two weeks when Layla was born. And, uh, you know, I was in a, a funky time trying to rebuild a business. It was tough. I remember thinking that, you know, I had to be a working dad and yet still be active, right, for... Kristen, for my wife, in the middle of the nights, to to help her through this season that we were stepping into as new parents, and just be there, right, to do everything that I was asked to do. And I also thought that it was exhausting. I I was very anxious and wound up, right, and exhausted in in many ways. And I thought expressing my exhaustion in that phase uh, of this new role was somewhat of a sign of weakness. I thought my wife who had made the ultimate sacrifice giving birth, did all she could do. And so I just needed to to shut up and grind through the fields that I was experiencing. And the truth is that despite this joy and this excitement of becoming a new dad, the fact is that fear, depression, anxiety, and exhaustion as a new father is real. It is real. So, and to back this up, I found this really crazy. A couple... Couple Just a couple of weeks ago, I was reading uh, a study that was published in Men's Health. It was done back in 2016, like in Australia, but I found this interesting nonetheless, right? Uh, It was highlighting that almost half of all first-time dads saw anxiety and depression after having a baby as a sign of weakness. So they also felt the same way. Uh, The report also pointed out that while becoming a dad was viewed as a a time of great joy, almost 90% of men felt overwhelmed by the responsibilities of this new role. The majority of us do feel a need to be the rock for our families. But again, 47% said this caused a lot of stress and anxiety. And 56% 56 of new dads don't seek out information or support from other people during this time, during a stressful period. And so this pressure to be the rock was seen as a barrier to us seeking help for the depression and anxiety and the fear and exhaustion that we were feeling. And this, this is troubling, right? Because nearly 39% of first-time fathers experienced high levels of psychological distress in the first year of their child's life. I'm reading this, guys, I'm thinking of even the past few weeks, past few months, we've heard so many stories of folks dealing with mental health challenges. Several high-profile celebrities just in the past couple of weeks have committed suicide. And so I thought it was really important in this episode to take the opportunity to acknowledge this. Not acknowledge it No. And, and to let you new dads know it's okay. It's okay if you're feeling anxious, fearful, depressed. You are not alone and it's okay to go ahead and communicate those feelings and that emotion that you have and seek help. If you need to, to get some medication for this depression to get you through that season, go see a doctor, right? Being a parent is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And as fathers, you're going to learn that you're going to almost constantly be seeking out the information that you need to survive the next leg of the journey because you we never quite figure it out, right? Every time we think we figure it out, there's a next leg of the journey, right? And things start anew. And so I often say parenting is the hardest job in the world with no prior work experience, especially coming home uh, from the hospital with a newborn for the very first time. Everyone feels like somebody threw you in the cockpit of an airplane and told you to be a pilot and fly the plane from DC to Houston. You just don't know what the heck's happening. You don't know what to do, and you step into it as best you can. That was the big tip I wanted to share for our new dads, but there are four other tips that I'd like to share about being a great father for the rest of us who are maybe a little bit more seasoned. Many of you are much more seasoned than I, Uh, but second tip here is applicable. Whether you're married or not, you've got to respect the other parent of your child. I love my wife. Uh, I appreciate Kristen for making me a father uh, two times over. And it's especially important that both our daughter and our son see that exchange between us. My daughter, whenever she sees uh, the exchange in our relationship, she's seeing an example of how a man should treat her down the road. Also for my son, I recognize that he's learning how to treat women when he sees how I interact with his mother. My parents, though, split when I was probably about seven years old. And so I also know the importance of this for parents who are not together anymore. My dad never once spoke negatively about my mom in the presence of Stephanie and I, right? Uh, Around us, he'd keep it clean. He'd make sure that we were respectful of our mom at all times, despite knowing that and seeing, you know, points where they clearly had heated exchanges between them they kept that between them. They didn't spew that over into into experiences that we shared in, right? So as an adult today, I have tremendous respect for them doing so, for him making sure, right, that whether times are stable or not uh, between them, they chose the high road and they chose to ensure that they respected each other and, and that we respected them. The third tip I wanted to share is I'm going to encourage you to eat together as a family, eat together as a family. And here's my caution. Here's, here's the important warning. Do so without cell phones. Do so without the technology. We live in a, a social media era where we want to post everything. I'm, I'm prone to sitting at the phone, you know, sitting at the dinner table, have my cell phone in my hand. And Kristen's actually the one that said, Hey, you know what? We need to put these phones away when we're engaging with the kids and when we're having dinner time. We need to definitely recognize that we must engage early and engage often with our kids and be able to have a conversation that doesn't involve us reading a social media post or meme or video at the dinner table while your child is trying to engage with you. They are trying to make eye to eye contact with you and let you know what's happening in their world. So my advice, my tip to you here is plug your phone into charge in another room. Go sit at your dinner table with your family and be present. And that leads me to number four. I want you guys to spend time, spend time with your kids. Time waits for no one. I can't believe my baby girl is eight years old right now. And it, it truly felt like it was just yesterday that she was born. And know some of you guys who have adult kids feel the exact same way. I hear it over and over. So, you know, our kids grow up so quickly. And so we have to make the time to be there for them and be with them. And I acknowledge our career, or work as entrepreneurs, you know, whatever your career path uh, might be, it's important, but it's not as important as your kids. I all, always say to people, presence over presence, which means no material gifts or presents will replace your physical presence. And so my last tip for you today is to simply pray with your children and constantly pray for your children. Philippians 3, 4 says, do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. My father, I'll I'll close out in saying this, my dad over the past 41 years of my life has taught me how to love through selfless giving. Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. And my dad, Carl Hart, so loves his children and his grandchildren. He's a dad to two. But I'm going to tell you something, and, and actually a grandfather to almost three. My sister is about a month away right now from having a baby. But our, our dad, our dad has been a father to so many. This is a man who quietly feeds so many uh, you, you know, children around Jamaica who are unable. To take care of themselves. And he's done this over decades, right? And no one knows. It's not something that he publicizes. Uh, he's very quiet about the way in which he gives. And his legacy is his lifelong gift to give without expectation of anything in return. And his example is why I would tell people that I give. His example is why I am the way I am to my children. And his example set the tone for the dad that I've become. And explains why I possess a heart, a heart to serve other people, including the creation of this podcast. So in, in many ways, his example has blessed uh, so many people, young boys and girls, many I will never know. Uh, but the advice in this is, is for all my dads out there, I want, I want, to, um, I want to first off thank you for, for being the amazing fathers that you are. I want you to know that your impact has the potential to influence the generations to come, as my dad has shown in the way in which he has given, how it's basically helped me to do the same. And obviously, for us, we look at the tangible, we look at the short-term day-to-day impact we have on our kids, but one day, our kids are going to grow up, and one day, they'll leave us, they'll go out into the world, and the instruction that we lay today is what will allow them to have impact uh, then in the future, right, at a future point. And so I didn't want to end though without giving a nod also to the support of the what I call the others, the uncles, the granddads, the goddads, the amazing father figures in our community who are also incredibly important. If you've never had kids of your own, I want you to know that you still have impact that matters. You can still influence young men and boys and women, young girls that need you, that need what only you can give. There's so many who don't have a father or present, you know, father present in the home. And for those, they, they need mm. for those, those, those young boys and girls, they need what you have to offer. Uh, and I I've, as I shared before, I have an amazing dad, but I've personally had several critical father figures in my life who are crucial to helping me through different parts of my own journey. Right. So know that this is a two-sided coin, right? You won't need to do it alone as a dad, even if you're an active uh, father, you know, and if you aren't a dad, you can still be a father figure to, to someone who needs you, whether they've got a great dad or not, right? So it goes two ways. It's a two-sided coin. With that, I'm going to wrap this episode up and I'm going to share, you know, just a, a quick couple thank yous. First off, i love to thank Layla, and Nigel, my two uh, little for allowing me to be your dad it means the world to me. And uh, I put nothing in front of that responsibility that I have to you. I'm going to thank my dad, Carl Hart, uh, for being the most amazing dad to me and setting the, setting the pace, right? And uh, I'm going to give a, a couple of thank yous to a couple of really important father figures in my life, Uncle Lauren, uh, Mike, who's my father-in-law, Jerry Dinas, Uncle Wes, uh, I know you're up above looking down, um, you know, cheering me on. And every other father figure that has stepped in and had an impact and influence in my life. I just want to say once again, happy Father's Day to all our Blazonation Nation dads. Uh, hope you had a wonderful weekend. Hope you continue to celebrate. Hope you're, you're well rested from the kids taking care of everything. Much love, much blessings. Have a terrific week. God bless you. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I'll be posting links to all of today's book recommendations and links mentioned on our show notes page at tbpod.com. If today was your first time listening to the Trailblazers podcast, I just want to extend a warm Trailblazers welcome to you. We're so happy to have you here and we encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. Go ahead and browse through some of our past episodes to keep the knowledge flowing. If you're a fan of the podcast and today's content and you're maybe already subscribed to the podcast, please continue to share and invite your friends, your family, your colleagues to listen to an episode that you think